you found the Winding Roads Podcast. My name is Isaac Redinger. Each week, my guests and I talk about cars. Our own cars, our past cars, cars we're excited about, how we were bitten by the car enthusiast bug, and more. Hop in, buckle up, and join me for another great drive. So today we're going to talk about the top six reasons I've found to avoid an independent repair facility. Whether it be a chain lube oil and filter type place like Jiffy Lube or something like that, or whether it be a mom and pop service station that's been around for 40 years, they're all independent and not associated with a manufacturer. All right, so I've been in the automotive industry on and off for about 10 years in the parts department, in the service department, everything but sales really. And I've learned a lot over the years and so I wanted to share that with you. In the service department, you come into contact with all kinds of different situations and so this is my experience with those. All right, one of the things I see a lot with independent repair shops or service stations is hidden costs and a lot of upsells. What do I mean by this? Well, have you ever driven by a service facility and saw a sign saying oil changes, $19.99? Really, they don't cost $19.99. No matter what car you drive, even if it's a 25-year-old car, between the cost of oil and the filter and paying someone to do it, $20 doesn't even buy enough oil anymore to put in these cars, even if you put conventional oil and not synthetic. So $20, they're really just paying you to come into the the shop so that they can get other money out of you, which is a criticism a lot of people have with dealers a lot of times. Kind of take for granted what independent repair facilities do as well. So things like $20 oil changes or things like very inexpensive state inspections, those things are going to be designed so that they are basically paying you to come into the shop so that you buy other things. Uh, One shop I know where I grow up Uh, when I was a kid, every year when you went in for inspection, you needed wiper blades to pass state inspection. I've had friends that have gone there, they might have replaced them a, a few weeks prior, but that mechanic always said that he wouldn't pass your car unless you replace the wiper blades. And so that's one little sale that it doesn't cost a lot out of pocket, but it's one thing that may or may not have actually been needed. That was a money generator for them. So one of the main main things to me, working and seeing things come in dealerships that I've worked at, mistakes that have been made due to the lack of training. Uh, training of the employees at these independent repair facilities is very across the board. It's hard to know what you're getting when you go there. I know one place near where I live, it's a multi-generational business and they have five or six technicians, a few of them, have gone through many, many training sessions and are basically dealer level technicians and know what they're talking about. But that's not the case in a lot of situations. When you go to things like Diffy Lubes or AutoZone or Napa, stuff like that, or Walmart or Costco or anything that has a service center available to you, to be honest, a lot of times they're paying their guys minimum wage and they're just off the street and they just hired them because they needed a job. They don't really know necessarily what they're doing. And in some cases, they're actually getting trained by other guys who were in the same situation and were trained by someone else. So you have this cycle of you know, low expertise technicians that are training other technicians who have never done this job before. They could have been flipping burgers at their prior job and just came in because there was an opening and they, they applied for it and they were hired for it. And that's how they got their job. And then on top of that, every car they get into their service center is different. At a dealer, they're working with pretty much always the same types of vehicles by the same manufacturer. They all act and perform the same way. So they're very experienced with this part fails a lot or this part should look at because it might be wearing um, because it's prone to do that on this model. You know, oh, this car tends to develop a coolant leak in this spot. So I'm going to keep an eye out on that while it's under warranty so we can get that taken care of. An inexperienced technician is not going to know to look for those specific things 
or know what is normal or what's not normal. The next part I want to talk about is parts. As a car enthusiast myself, I've often gotten parts aftermarket for my cars that I installed myself. I bought the parts after researching for sometimes hours to make sure that I'm picking the right part that is built by a reputable manufacturer that has a long history of quality parts that happen to be non-original equipment parts. However, when you go to an independent repair facility, you don't know what they're actually buying. They're a lot of times buying inexpensive parts that they got from a local parts store that fit multiple different models. You don't know where what the quality is and where it's come from or who the manufacturer is, or even if the manufacturer offers any kind of a parts warranty. Um, so you kind of have to assume that you're getting reputable parts, but you don't really know. One other drawback about an independent repair facility is convenience. And while you might think that it's inconvenient to go to a dealer, a lot of times a dealer has things like loaner cars that they can offer you or shuttle services that they can offer you. Not all, but most independent repair facilities cannot offer you those. They just don't have the ability to offer you new vehicles to drive while your car is being serviced or the ability to pay someone and buy a, a shuttle vehicle to shuttle you wherever you need to go. And if they do have a shuttle, a lot of times it's one guy with a van and you have to go with three or four other people and stop along the way, just like when you're in school on a bus. And so you know, you never know how long it's gonna take you to get where you need to go. Another issue that you can come across when you go to an independent repair facility is a warranty. I've experienced this with my own car. I had something go wrong and the part failed. The part was under warranty, but I had to pay to have the new part replaced again. And so I paid twice to have the same part replaced, which is not cost effective. You don't know what you're gonna stand, what you're gonna get and how they're gonna stand behind their, their services. I actually ran into a situation recently, a person took their car to a local shop because they had a flat tire and the local shop said hey you're due for an oil change let us change your oil that's said, okay no problem so next thing you know he picks up his car it doesn't seem to be running right he calls me and based on what he's describing it sounds like they made a pretty serious mistake what we found when we got the car in the shop is they actually drained the transmission fluid and then unknowing that they did that added the oil back into the engine and so there was double the amount of oil that was supposed to be in the car and little to no transmission fluid in the car and thereby potentially damaging both in a very serious way and i've seen this with many manufacturers it's very easy to do with subarus because their oil pan and their transmission fluid pan are very close to each other and look very much alike. These are things if you just if you know what you're looking at it's easy to not do the wrong thing but like I said earlier about working on all kinds of different vehicles the technician didn't know what drain plug he was loosening and then they only realized later and unfortunately for this person the place he took it actually didn't stand behind it when he showed them the photos and the videos that we had as evidence the shop owner denied it and wanted nothing to do with them and stopped answering his phone calls and now the customer has to go after a lawyer to get coverage on this car that was screwed up by this shop I'm not saying it's always going to happen and yes i have seen and heard of dealers uh, where a technician makes a mistake and the car is damaged but they have the ability to actually stand behind it and repair the car for you depending on the situation so that's there's a lot to think about there when you when you have that situation all right so i hope that was helpful and gave you some thought about things to look out for when you're choosing your independent repair facility. It's perfectly fine to go to one, but just be very choosy about where you go to. You know, check out the reviews that you can find online and talk to some people there and see if they seem like they know what they're talking about. Even if you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to cars, just have a conversation with them and ask them questions. See if you can, if that's a place that you want to take your car.
So one of the main reasons that you might want to consider going to an independent repair shop to take care of your car and keep it maintained and roadworthy is for things like basic maintenance. Basic maintenance is something that doesn't take a lot of skill or training to do. If you can find a reputable repair facility that gives you good service and has people that know enough that they know what they're doing, um, it might be worth considering going to an outside repair shop uh, instead of a dealer for things. So let's talk about things like basic maintenance. Tires are something where it might be better to go to a place that sells tires specifically. Goodyear stores or Firestone stores, places that sell mainly tires, of course, are going to do things like brakes and oil changes and things like that. Tire places are going to be a good place to go where you get people that have a decent amount of skill and they have experience dealing with tire specific issues, but it's also going to cost a lot less than having tires replaced at a dealer. A lot of times it's less cost effective for you to take your car there to have your tires replaced. It is good if you want to have the tires replaced with the exact same tire that the car came with from the factory because they're going to have exactly the same tires. Audi and Mercedes and Porsche, uh, they're all going to have tires that they worked with the tire manufacturer to create something specific for that model. And a lot of times you can't get that tire at an outside vendor. If you want options for the next tire set that you get for your car, that's a good time to go to a tire shop. So tire stores typically have a lot better prices than dealers because that's all they do or most of what they do is sell tires. They get to buy tires cheaper because they buy so many of them. They are able to offer you a bigger variety over what your dealer might offer you because your dealer has a set of tires or two or three or four options that are made specifically for that car. Whereas a tire center, they deal with every car on the road. And so they have to have a large selection of tires that meet different criteria, different all season tires, summer tires, winter tires, tires of all different sizes and categories and things like that. So they can really help you find a tire that's gonna work best for your needs. A lot of times tire centers offer things like lifetime tire rotations or free mountain balance and things like that. A dealer just can't offer because they have a lot of overhead costs to cover. Tire centers, they don't have the same type of expenses and one of the things they can do is offer you free rotations and or free mounting and balancing. But the thing is, the free rotations, that's something that keep you coming back. And that's when they're going to find um, other things that your car might need for maintenance. And while that's not a bad thing, it's the same thing a dealer does. It just looks different to you because you, know, you don't realize that they're bringing you back with the free rotations so that they can sell something else to you. Something else tire stores can offer that some dealers do and some don't is road hazard coverage. A lot of times the road hazard coverage is included in the purchase of your tires, especially with um, today's cars going to larger and larger wheels, the sidewall is getting smaller and smaller. And I don't know about where you live, but here in Pennsylvania, we don't have the greatest roads. There are potholes everywhere. It doesn't take much with, to take out these low profile tires with a pothole. Before you know it, you have a bubble in the sidewall, which is a safety concern. So you want to get that taken care of. And road hazard coverages will cover some of that or all of it, depending on what the literature says. So the next thing you might want to consider doing at an outside repair shop is something like brakes. Brakes are something that doesn't take a lot of skill to know how to replace. If you have somewhere that you trust and you know they do quality work and they're not going to you know, just put some average Joe that just came off the street onto your car, that's a, something you can do um, outside of the dealer that can save you potentially a lot of money. One thing to note, if you do have your brakes done somewhere other than the dealer, you're probably not going to get original equipment brake pads. And why does that matter? Well, they're going to cost a lot less and that's good, but there are reasons that they cost less. So the parts themselves are not going to be original equipment. So you may end up having brake pads that are noisier. You might have brake pads that cause more dust and make your wheels black faster. If you replace your rotors, you might have rotors that warp a lot sooner than your factory rotors did. 
And so you're going to get that pulsation in your pedal uh, or vibration or whatever you want to call it that you know it doesn't feel good. And it's because you're, that those rotors, if they're a lower quality, can't take the heat that, there's, that they're supposed to take. And so what that equates to is a rotor that becomes looking like a wavy potato chip instead of being a flat surface. Here's something that if you can't do it yourself, try to not take it to a dealer for, and that's bulb replacement. Light bulbs are so small and they're inexpensive. To pay a guy that has multiple years of dealership training to replace a bulb, unfortunately, you're gonna have to pay for that. And so it doesn't make sense a lot of times to pay, you know, 40, 50, $80 to replace one little light bulb, wiper blades. This is something that, you know, you can stop by any parts store and pick up any set of wiper blades you'd like. And a lot of times they offer free installation. In my experience, dealers also offer free installation, but you're gonna pay a little bit more for the wiper blades. That can be good or bad. Two experiences I have that I can speak of for my personal cars. On my wife's Infinity, they offer two sets of Infinity wiper blades. One's an economy set and one is a factory set. So basically it's the ones that came off the assembly line with. I tried the economy bl blades because they were almost half the price of the factory set. They did not last nearly long enough. Within a few months, they had started streaking and, and chattering and things like that. So I went back to the original equipment factory blades and have stuck with them on her car specifically because they've done very well. On the flip side, the wiper blades um, I've had on my Subaru two or three sets of factory wiper blades on that. They don't last very long, they're not that great, and they don't have a lot of value because of what you pay for them. I end up going and looking for aftermarket wiper blades. Aftermarket blades can be better than a factory, they can be not as good, um, they're always gonna be cheaper, but you just have to kind of decide what you want. Try a couple different sets, and by the way, AAA recommends replacing your wiper blades every six months. So it's not always a dealer just telling you that they need to sell you wiper blades because they wanna sell them to you. Technically, every six months, you should be changing them anyway. Things like safety inspections. So not every state has these. If you find a good, reputable garage where you can take your car to be serviced, that's somewhere else you can save a lot of money compared to the dealer. The key is finding one that's not gonna nickel and dime you. I mentioned about the one mechanic always saying you need wiper blades. If you can find a shop that you can trust, Take your, your car there for state inspections because it's gonna save you a lot of money. Because again, they don't have to pay the technicians that have been trained by the factory for several years. Oil changes, this is a big one as well. Now, I have seen a lot of mess ups by independent repair shops, but this is again where you wanna find one that you can trust, you know they do good work. So if you can find a shop like that, you're gonna save a lot of money here too because you know oil changes are something that's basic, but as long as you find somewhere that knows which drain plug to pull and not drain the transmission fluid, you'll be in good shape. Something else to consider with independent repair shops is that sometimes they have better hours. At a lot of repair shops like chain places, they'll have Sunday hours. They also have late hours. So, you know, if you have a job that means you don't get off of work until six or seven o'clock, sometimes they're open till seven, eight, nine o'clock at night for stuff like oil changes and stuff like that. So that might be a lot more convenient for you than trying to get to a dealer first thing on your way to work and get a loaner car and drop it off uh, and then picking it up before they close and things like that. So sometimes that can be a lot easier to coordinate. Now, if it's something larger, of course, I always recommend going to the dealer, but for basic maintenance, sometimes that's a lot more convenient. Something else to consider is where you live. If you have a car that's, you know, a brand that doesn't have as large of a dealer network. So for example, all the American manufacturers and Hondas and Toyotas, maybe Subaru, they're going to have a lot larger dealer network, which means that even if you live in a more remote area, you're still going to have a dealer within a half hour's driving distance. However, if you own a vehicle by a, you know, a luxury brand or 
something like Fiat or more of the foreign companies, Alfa Romeo, Mercedes, obviously all the luxury cars, manufacturers that don't have as large of a dealer network, that's something you might wanna consider doing basic maintenance with independent repair shop because if you live an hour away from your manufacturer or dealer, it's not convenient to go there just for basic maintenance. So that might be also something to consider as well. Another reason you might wanna consider it is if you bought your car at a used car lot and they sold you a warranty, Depending on what that warranty is for repairs, sometimes dealers actually don't want to deal with those warranty companies. Or if you do take it to a dealer, they might accept that warranty, but the warranty might have limitations. For example, say the warranty covers an hourly labor rate of $85 an hour. Well, what if your dealer charges $120 or $140 an hour, etc.? They are gonna have a, a difference between what the warranty company is gonna pay and what they have to charge so that they can cover all of their costs. So what that means is you're probably gonna be liable for that difference of the labor rate. So if it's a $60 difference and it was a six or seven hour job, that's four to $500 that you're gonna have to be liable for that your warranty didn't cover. And it's something that you might not have known when you bought the warranty. Whereas if you take it to an independent repair shop they probably will be a lot more in line with the labor rate that the warranty company wants to pay for. Additionally, if it's a warranty from that type that I was just mentioning, they might also not cover original equipment parts from the dealer. They might only cover aftermarket parts or in some cases used parts. So if you have a repair that you took to the dealer to do and they're putting original equipment parts on it, you're gonna have to cover the difference there as well. Or accept the fact that if your turbo goes bad, and the warranty company only covers a used one, you're getting a used turbo and it might fail in a year, two years, a month because of the same reason that yours failed. So you're not really getting anywhere. So that's something to consider as well is if you have a warranty with limitations, that might also be a good time to take it to an independent repair shop so that you can have as little out of pocket as, as needed. Can you find a specialist? This would be my optimal way to go. If you don't want to go to a dealer, you don't want to trust something like a chain place, like a Jiffy Lube or a Walmart or something like that. Sometimes you can find places that specialize in specific manufacturers. For example, there are many places that are uh, specific to Volkswagen, Audi, and Porsche. A lot of times they have technicians there that used to work at a dealer and are, deal are factory trained. And that repair shop also has purchased equipment that is comparable not the same because it's usually manufacturer exclusive, but comparable equipment for diagnostics and things like that, that can help keep your car running uh, as the manufacturer intends without going to a dealer. So you could save a little bit of money there. A lot of times they're about 80% of the cost of a dealer and they are more expensive than, you know, like a chain place, but you're gonna have people that are a lot more knowledgeable. They know what they're doing. So if you can find a specialist near you, that would be optimal for not going to the dealer. Two last things we're gonna cover. If you are a DIYer, I probably don't need to talk to you because you probably already do the stuff yourself. But if you are not, uh, are there things you can learn to do simple things yourself, like changing a light bulb or checking your oil or your tire pressures and things like that? If you're a DIYer, there's not usually a need to go to a dealer. Finally, is your car modified? If it has aftermarket parts or is modified in any way, one, you've probably voided your warranty from your dealer. Um, but two, sometimes dealers don't wanna deal with modified cars because they don't know what you've done to the car. They don't know what kind of parts are there. If something breaks, a lot of times you're gonna look for them to 
take care of that because it broke while they were working with it. But a lot of times it was because those parts are not up to manufacturer specifications and the manufacturer, the original equipment part might not have failed in that same situation. So if your car is modified, um, that's usually a good time also to take it somewhere else than a dealer. What are some reasons why you should definitely take your car to a dealer? Recalls. Manufacturer recalls can only be performed at a dealer and they are no cost to you. So there is no reason to not take them to a dealer. A lot of times your service advisor may contact you with items that they found that your car needs or will need in the future. This is normal and it's their job. They're not just trying to sell you something. Their job is to tell you what your car is going to need so that you can be safe and have a reliable car. But either way, definitely make sure to take your car to the dealer if there are ever any recalls on your car. If you're not sure, call your dealer and provide them with your VIN number. It is located in the front windshield or in the door jam or on your insurance card or your state's registration card. It's a 17-digit number that will allow them to bring up the information as to whether or not there's an open recall for your car. You can also go to nhsta.gov and run your VIN through the finder to see if there are any open recalls. The next reason you definitely want to take the car to a dealer for service is for any prepaid maintenance. Sometimes when you purchase a car, the first few maintenances are covered by the manufacturer and they cannot be paid for by any other place. And it doesn't make sense to take your car somewhere else to have the oil changed just because you don't know or you don't want to utilize the prepaid maintenance. If it's there, definitely use it. You're not obligated to buy anything and you are getting something that is at no charge to you. All right, the next thing you should definitely take your car to a dealer for are complex maintenances, things like transmission services, repairs to any of the electronics that are in the cars these days. As long as you're under warranty, that's definitely something you want to have checked out by the dealer. Also larger jobs like timing belts or timing chains. Something like that is a critical part of your engine and it's one of those things that doesn't necessarily make sense to try to find the cheapest option. Things like this and larger jobs, more complex jobs, it's better to be safe than sorry and take it to a dealer. All right, another thing that a lot of cars have these days are driver assistance systems, things like lane departure warning and lane keep assist and blind spot monitoring or reverse automatic braking, things like this. They require multiple sensors that are used in multiple systems. A lot of times if you do things like an alignment after you get tires or something like that, those systems have to be recalibrated after the alignment is performed or other certain or certain other repairs are performed. And sometimes these calibrations can only be done by a dealer because it takes specific tools that are exclusive to dealers that manufacturers do not sell to third party companies. So in this instance you want to have the repair done right and have the calibrations done properly that way those systems that you bought the car for are working properly finally you want to take the car to the dealer anytime you have a repair that is probably under warranty things like check engine lights electronic malfunctions noises leaks things like that if you know that you're still within your warranty definitely take your car to a dealer for service when you buy a car be sure to know what the manufacturer's warranty is and if you buy it used how much time is left on that warranty whether it be based on mileage or time because you don't want to take your car to an independent shop to have a repair done only to find out later that that repair would have been covered under your factory warranty that's just money you wasted for no reason just because you were trying to avoid a dealer and saving money you actually end up spending more money in the long run thanks again for joining me you can reach me by email at windingroadspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at Winding Roads Podcast. Stay in touch. You can always ask me a question, recommend a guest, or just tell me what's on your mind. I look forward to hearing from you. 
Your feedback is also always appreciated, and I would love it if you could rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app of choice. Until next time, enjoy the drive.